First pitch and a fly ball. Deep center. Going back Kane at the wall. That is good! Ready! First pitch. And he sends a shockwave through the ballpark, and they're going crazy here in Atlanta. He is a dangerous, dangerous man. And he's high-fiving everyone down in that first base dugout. I've never seen him celebrate so much, rounding the bases. He did it again, folks. What's going on, my friends? Welcome back to On the Hill. We are back after fall break. Uh, well, at least two of us are on the show here, but we are glad to be joined by all three of us. Um, it's been a tough week to try and get together and record. We got a short week with fall break ending on Tuesday and the game on Friday. As you can probably hear by my voice, I feel like crap. We're powering through. We are, uh, we're going to make the best of this show for y'all. We're going to have a pick and go. We're going to preview the games Friday. Uh, with Clemson Syracuse, going to get a nice preview for the NFL Sunday. What a crazy week it was last weekend in college football. But first, how are we doing, fellas? So, fellas, yeah, it's been a while, but I had a nice, you know, rejuvenating fall break. At least I did. Clark sounds like shit, and Colin's still on fall break. But uh, well, kinda. I, I don't vacation shame. I don't vacation shame. But uh, hey, we got a big, big football Friday coming up. For us uh, tomorrow night, or I guess today, more time traveling. Um, no, this episode is coming out tonight, so it's it's technically today or tomorrow. I mean, we're just going, we're just time traveling back and forth, man. But uh, hey, we're fired up, ready to go, ready for a good football Friday. Hopefully, our Tigers get the W. Let's go. Yeah, gentlemen, it's good to be good to be back with you. Uh, you know, as y'all alluded to, I am. Uh, telecommuting today to this wonderful podcast session. Uh, I've been spending some time down on the coast. Uh, unfortunately, it hasn't all been fall break. Classes started back Wednesday, so we, we threw it back to last year doing a little Zoom University for the week. Um, but, yeah, good, nice, relaxing week. Fall break was fun. Uh, nice little bye week for the Tigers. Uh, hopefully get some of these guys that are banged up, a little healthier, back, back ready for some more action. Um, you know, we got a nervous one, a, a very stressful one this week uh, that I'm very nervous about. Uh, but, you know, we're fired up. We're excited to be here. We got a lot to talk to, talk about, a lot to get into. Last week on the Pick'em was a really fun week for the Pick'em. Uh, so let's get into it. Yeah, all four and one last week. That's impressive, boys. Um, Arkansas didn't come through for me. Penn State didn't come through for Colin. Oklahoma beat Texas, so Texas and Jack fell. He was texting us mid-game. We can pull up the receipts if he wants to try and deny this, but he was all on his high horse about how he was going to win the game. No, sir. I took a lot of heat. I took a lot of heat for taking Texas. I mean, they came out really hot. You know, sometimes when you come out too hot, you just you get cold in the fourth quarter. You know, that that Big 12 defense, I mean, it, it's 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 a joke. Uh, Texas is a joke. I, I got, a little, got a little too excited. They're definitely not back. They've but, uh, never been back. I'm a cheated, though. Oklahoma cheated. They put in a new quarterback, whole new offense. Caleb Williams, beast. Spencer Rattler, what a chump. But uh, Texas is just Texas. What would he say? Hey, Jack, yeah, honestly, that was a that was a really fun game to watch. Uh, you know, being on break, I just kind of plopped down for the first Saturday all year. 
Uh, it just sat in front of the TV and watched football from noon all the way up to, uh, I guess it was 11 o'clock or something like that that night. Um, two games going to overtime and then, you know, a little little stressful game in the Penn State game. But that uh, Caleb Williams out of Oklahoma, he is looking sharp, man. Yeah, Rattler's never – he's never been it for me. I, I don't know. I don't know. I just haven't been, ever been on the Rattler chain. So, hopefully Caleb Williams is a little bit better for him. He might be able to take him a little bit further because Rattler was never going to get him there. But, uh, I mean, that was – Top five college football Saturdays might be the best one since we've been alive. I mean, I can't think of a better Saturday in history since we've been alive. I know there was a week like what two or three years ago, um, where like the, we lost and the Iowa lost and or Michigan lost, like something like I don't know, it was like two, three, four lost. But this week, this weekend, this past week was unreal. Um, obviously, Oklahoma making a giant comeback on Texas, uh, Penn State, Iowa come down to the wire. Notre Dame coming down to the wire. Michigan, Nebraska coming down to the wire. Um, we could go through all of these games. South Carolina just getting absolutely pummeled. It was fantastic. Ole Miss, Arkansas went, went the Ole Miss, over. Arkansas, unreal game there, too. Oh, we not Bama, talk Bama about dropping a game. Bama? I mean, I was going to get them. Ending Nick Saban's career. Cut just off kidding. like three times there, but, you know, it's fine. It's uh, just – it was such an exciting weekend of college football. I mean, the, the, the excitement on the pot is bubbling over. But anyways, yes, it was a great weekend to have a bye week because we definitely needed it, and we did not need to take another loss on some stupid uh, stupid upset that we, we probably would have had happen to us considering what else happened in the – Well, let's not speak too soon. Well, you know, I know. We'll get there. But, uh, yeah, how about A&M? Gig'em. That was a great game. It was nice just seeing a competent offense at work in several different games. But, yeah, shout out A&M. Last second kick. You know, first assistant of Nick Saban ever to take him down. I hate that it was Jimbo Fisher, but, you know, shout out AM, great game. And, but honestly, Bama's not dead yet. A one-loss Alabama, the College Football Playoff Committee loves a one-loss Alabama. So I don't think we're out of the water yet. I think a lot needs to happen to keep Nick Saban out of the playoff. But still an exciting, fun win for AM. I feel more bad uh, than ever for Mississippi State this coming weekend. I mean, they might lose by 100. We're talking about a Mississippi State team that beat Texas A&M the week before A&M beats Alabama, and now Mississippi State has to play Alabama. It's a love triangle going on here, and I'm going to think that Mississippi State might lose by 70. Hey, what if Mississippi State comes out here, Mike Leach whips out the air raid and just does it again? Cook something up, take down old Nick. Um, In other news, Georgia just absolutely dismantled Auburn on the road. Um, that was – we all picked Georgia in the pick in there, but Georgia is clear-cut number one that we think so? For now, I'd say yes. They got a tough matchup this weekend. We'll talk about that later on the pick them. But, I mean, they're clearly – I mean, their defense is ridiculous. It doesn't really matter who's the quarterback, whether it's JT Daniels or uh, Stetson Bennett. They just got – their power running game, good defense. I mean, that's just going to win game. And I think they're going to be – Number one for a while. I think they're uh, one of those teams where they're one of those teams where kind of like Clemson with Christian Wilkins, Dexter Lawrence, the whole, the whole gang, the, where their defense is just so good that all they need is a mediocre offense. And their offense is a good offense. It's better than mediocre to where I don't see where much of anyone can beat them this year. 
to be honest with you. That just I mean, it is college time. football, and anything can happen on any given Saturday. But I, I don't see no – I don't see a reason why they shouldn't be favored in every game they play this year. It just shows how much it hurts to lose to NC State because we would firmly have a great chance at the playoffs here if we had not lost to NC State, considering how good Georgia has looked since we've lost to them. We were yeah. we played them so close, and obviously neither team scored a touchdown in that game. Both great defenses, but they just control the offensive line as well as the defensive line. Like whenever they're on the field, they all they do is control the line of scrimmage, and they're so good at that. That's why nobody can beat them yet. Um, so it's gonna be fun to watch them play. Um, Iowa, do we think they go undefeated this year? I think it's gonna be tough for them. I mean, Ohio State's still lurking in the shadows, but I mean, they they're too another team. They don't play Ohio State this year in the Big Ten championship. Yes, yes. But it's another team, solid defense, great O line, kind of you know a strong running game. They're kind of very similar team to Georgia. I mean, I think they they have a path. They're gonna to have to get it done. They have to keep, obviously make it to the Big Ten championship game. Then obviously playing Ohio State is never easy. So it's it's gonna be the path is there. It's just if they can follow it or not. I mean, they have they have to go to Wisconsin and to Nebraska. That's about the only blips on their schedule that I look at and kind of go, uh, eh, maybe. I mean, other than that, it's Purdue, Minnesota, Illinois. I mean, all all those games are home at Northwestern. That's not really a scare there. So you would think that Iowa, I mean, they're looking can't can't look ahead, but you gotta think that they're looking forward to what they can achieve here. Um Oklahoma, do you think if they keep Caleb Williams in? They're going to go to the playoffs and they can go out to the Big Ten or Big 12? That's that's going to be a very sticky situation for them. Um, obviously, the fans in Norman don't want Spencer Rattler as the starting quarterback. Um, and, and the world we're in, we're kind of in – as soon as Caleb Williams is announced as a starter, Spencer Rattler is going to enter the transfer portal. Um which I think they should start Caleb Williams. I think he's he's better. Um, I've never been a fan of Spencer Rattlers. Um, never will be. But, um, you know, it, it's kind of one of those situations where do you stick with the guy that's been in the program or do you go with the guy that's got the, the hot hand? So, I mean, it's going to be a tough decision for them, for sure. Um, but, you know, we know what would happen if it was our program. And, and who would be the starter if it was our program. Uh, but, you know, it's not that, but it's not the head coach. So, we'll see. Um, last couple of things here before we kind of move on. Uh, BYU taking an L at home to Boise State. Kind of surprising there. BYU's looked pretty strong all season. Got held to 17 points by Boise State and lost by nine at home. So, there goes their chances of the playoffs um, if there was any. Kind of tough to see that. I always love to see the, the, the I don't know, not lower teams, but smaller teams making a run there and having some fun. Just um, clearing the path for Cincinnati. It was yeah. there a big debate whether the group of five, best group of five team was Cincinnati or BYU. BYU losing. It's just yeah. clearing the path for Cincinnati. BYU's, they're still independent, though, aren't they? BYU, yes, they're independent. Yeah, so they're not even a group of five team. Yeah, but I mean, groups yeah, outside I, I, the power five. Outside the power five. Group I of think, five independents are pretty much the same. I think BYU won't even sniff the playoffs until they're in a in a conference. I mean, they're not a Notre Dame that just carries the weight of that name. BYU yeah. doesn't carry that same, same strength. 
That's true. That's I don't know, true. man. But I mean, Cincinnati, I mean, it's just, it's simple as that. They win, they're in. I mean, nobody's, they can't take them out now. You can't just drop Cincinnati two places and they just keep winning, especially with that win over Notre Dame on the road. I mean, that's, that carries some weight. Yeah. So I'm, I'm interested to see that. But so we're not worried about Alabama. Is that the final consensus? Oh, I am. There, there is, one loss Alabama is always still going to be in, in the committee's eyes. No, I'm, say, gonna... I'm saying in terms of making the playoffs, you think that they're, you, you think they're okay? I, I would not be surprised if they're still – somehow they still get in the playoffs. I mean, I don't think they lose another game. They only have to play Arkansas pretty much as their only other game. They play LSU at home, Tennessee at home. They have to go to Auburn. Auburn sucks. Arkansas has to come to them. So I don't see them losing another game, especially after this loss on the road to A&M. Um, but, hey, maybe New Mexico State will beat them when they're on the road. Uh, anyways, let's go. Let's go. Do you want to go Clemson game first or picking first? Let's we'll do this Clemson game. Get it out of the way. Clemson traveling on the road. Um, last time we played on a Friday, it was in Syracuse, New York, um, in the Carrier Dome. Kelly Bryant goes down with an injury, and we take it out. Um, God, I hope the same thing doesn't happen this year. DJ, stay healthy, win the game. Um, it's a tough place to play. It's just loud in there. They, I don't know, they make it tough because it's so small and so loud. So what do we got to do to win? I mean, hopefully they've taken this bye week and really just taken a good hard look in the mirror. Uh, Tony Elliott, specifically you, uh, how just this offense has just been so stagnant, so complacent, just nothing seems to be getting going. But we saw against BC, we saw some good, uh, we saw Phil Moffa getting more touches. We saw Kobe Pace have a great game. I mean, I would like to see us establish the run because, I mean, DJ is going to need it. I mean, the, my key to the game all year has been DJ. Obviously, he can't be the key. So, we got to move to something else. I think we established the run. I think Dab was aware of, you know, being in the Carrier Dome, you know, all the history behind it. But I, I think we take care of business. We just run it down the throats, play some good defense. And, I mean, it, if it's going to be a low-scoring game, let's, let's, let's fight it out. Let's win, let's win a low-scoring battle. Let's just run the ball, play good defense. And just do what we can, do what we're able to do. Yeah. Um, you know, if you've been listening to the podcast every week, it, it's starting to sound like I'm a bit of a broken record. Uh, so I'm going to try and avoid that. Obviously, keys of the game, same week in, week out. DJ's got to step up and command the team, command the field. Um, our offensive line has to block better, has to block to the end of the plays. Uh, they did a lot better job at blocking to the whistle the last game. Uh, but this week, I think our biggest issue as a whole, offense and defense, is going to be the next man has to be up. You, they, you have to be ready to play. Every, everyone that travels, all 70-something people that are on the travel roster, have to be ready to play, have to be ready to get, uh, to get on the field. Uh, just because the way the season's going with so many people going down, and so many people uh, just – bruised and and beaten up you know you have to you have to be you have to win the next man up battle um you know obviously a, a big issue in the carrier dome it seems to me in the past has been turnovers uh you you, you win the turnovers there in the carrier dome it seems like you're going to have a, a pretty darn good shot uh at winning the ball game so i think on the offensive side we need to reduce the amount of turnovers 
that that we that that we give them, um, and then on defense try and create as many opportunities as possible, um, and really just just play defense wise, just play the game they've been playing all year. Um, you know they're they're going to look good. Uh, you know we're kind of we're kind of already into the third string guys, the second and third string guys as our starters now. Uh, but you know I think as long as they just keep playing hard, keep playing like they've been playing all year, we'll be all right defensively. Um, so really, it's all just kind of resting on our offense. And our defense is getting so thin now, where it's 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 more of all right. The defense has done its job this up to this point in the season. Offense help them out and get them off the field so they're not on the field as much and, and decrease their risk of injury. You know what I'm saying? Yep, a hundred percent agree. This is a team in Syracuse uh, that is three and three. They don't look good at all, but they just played uh, a five and zero oh, and now six and zero oh Wake Forest ranked Wake Forest team into overtime uh, at home. So it's obviously a tough place to play. Um, their only wins are against Ohio, Albany, and Liberty. They lost to Rutgers and Florida State, but they just played a, a good Wake Forest team at home and got them to overtime and almost won the game. So it's obviously not going to be the easiest game of all time. We're only 13.5-point favorites. What I want to see is extending the drive on third down. Uh, as Colin just said, you got to keep the defense off the field. I don't care how we do it. You have to keep the defense off the field. They're exhausted. They're already thin. Um Dino Babers and that Syracuse offense or defense bring a lot of different blitzes all the time. So you have to find a way to beat those blitzes. DJ can't read a defense to save his life. So maybe try throwing the ball quicker, not bubble screens, but maybe over the middle of the field. I think what I'm going to do this weekend or this tomorrow night is count how many passes we throw in between the hash marks. And if it's over 10, I'll be ecstatic. Uh, maybe let's lower the bar to over five. Let's say, let's say five, yeah. Five? Is that really what we're going to have to do here? Are we really start with five? I mean, I don't think I counted five against BC, so. I haven't counted five all, in all season, to be honest with you. But, I mean, that's because I'm drunk by the second quarter because our offense makes me want to kill myself sometimes. But, anyway, <laughs> besides the point, uh, anyways, let's go with – Today's scoring. episode is brought to you by Bush Light. <laughs> besides the point, uh, let's go with some score predictions. I'm going to go – I'm going to go – Oh, gosh, what are we doing here? I've said 30 for a lot of these games. We haven't even gotten close. Um, 30 to 16. Interesting score. Uh, I'm going to go uh, also low scoring. I'm going to go 24-17. I think we'll win by a touchdown. Jesus Christ, we can't even beat Syracuse by a touchdown. Oh, Look, boys. Well, come on, get, get us back up, Colin. Look, boys, the, the gloom and doom. We, we, none of that. We, we've had our bye week. We're rested up, you know. Anybody that was able, that's still able to play, that was bruised up, you know, they've had they've had a nice week off. Um, I'm excited for this game. I really am. I think I think a lot of the guys on the football team really just want to kind of kind of shut everybody up. I think they're trying. They're starting to get pissed off at this point in the season. Um, and I'm feeling good about it. You know, it, it, it's October. It's the week of the 13th. It's a Friday. It's up in Syracuse, up in New York. Who cares where it is? It could be in the middle of the desert. Nobody gives a rat's behind. You know what? We're fired up. I'm going to take the Tigers by 21. I don't care what the final score is. We're winning by 21. End of the day, we're covering the spread. I'm, I'm here for the boys. We're riding with them. One and five against the spread. Let's go. Covering the spread. What? <laughs> Let's go. Um, it's unheard of. That's great, Colin. That just fired me up. You, you really kind of lost me there for a second when you were going carrier dome Friday the third or 
Is it Friday the 13th? Yeah, Friday the 13th. No, it's the 15th. No, it's, the 15th. it's Friday the 15th. Yeah, so you, you lost me for a second there, but then you ran me back in. Now I'm a little more pumped up. Probably can't tell it by my voice, but hey, I'm ready for tomorrow. Let's go, Tigers. All right, let's look. Look, Friday football, Friday beers. It's meant to be. The stars have aligned. Twist my arm. I'm in. Gosh, you just had to do that, didn't you? You had to twist my arm a little bit. Ice cold bush light's going to be flowing, boys. Um, anyways, let's move into our pick this week, all right? Uh, not the greatest weekend of all time in college football. Um, but, I mean, college football is great anyway, so we're going to have some fun. Uh, it, it, compared to last week, nothing's going to be as good as that. Hey, we, a lot of teams coming off a loss. How do they respond? Do they That's true. Game? Good point. Y'all make good points. Y'all make good points. Well, let's start. And the Big 12. Uh, OK State and Texas. In Texas, um, another Oklahoma, Oklahoma team for the Longhorns to play. Will they hold on this time or will they choke it? Jack, Texas is four-point favorites. Are you going to ride with them again? I really, really, really don't want to. That being said, I'm going to. Texas is back this week. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this is a this is an exciting game. I think you know, as exciting as a Big Twelve game can be. There's going to be very little defense. There's going to be a whole lot of offense. Um, you know, these are both teams that can score uh, really well. Um, this is a tough pick, boys. But you know, I, I think I think I think for the first time, maybe maybe this year, I'm gonna say hook them. I don't know, maybe maybe not. Horns down, boys. Let's go. Horns down till I die. <laughs> you actually had me there for a second. I was looking at the games that we were picking, and I heard you say, "I'm gonna say horns or hook them," and I was like, "Wait, what?" No, I'm going Texas here. Oh, I can't believe I'm actually about to say horns up. I just think they're gonna get it done at home. I know it was a. They might be a little lull from the last game, but they're going to get this job done at home. They're going to take down on the feet of Oklahoma State and kind of ruin that playoff run that Oklahoma State's looking for. So we're going, we're going with the Longhorns uh, on Saturday. Um, next up, I'm going to go a little bit out of order here. I want to go Arkansas Auburn, and we just can't get away from Arkansas and Auburn, or, or excuse me, Arkansas and this pick'em. I tried to get away from them, but Kyle was like, "Nope, got to include them." So we're doing it. They're back. I think Colin just wants it, so I'll keep losing on them because they're now got me to two and two. We were two and zero riding with them, but you know, uh, I don't even think I need to get my pick here. So you can just go ahead and write it down. Arkansas is at home, four and a half point favorites against the Tigers. Will they get the job done? I mean, the fact that it's at home is, is a huge, huge part of it. But I mean, that man Bo Nix—he's the most unpredictable quarterback in college football. He could look amazing one play, and the next play, like, what the hell are you doing? But still. If this game was in Auburn, I would take Auburn. But since it's in Arkansas, I got a roll to the team, so we'll pick. Look, in in the in the true fashion of Collins' picks being wishy-washy, we're back on Arkansas, boys. You know, that's I, I like y'all's picks here because Arkansas is currently 0-2 on the road and 3-0 – or, excuse me, 4-0 at home. Um, now, two of those wins at home includes Rice and Georgia Southern. But they did beat Texas – and AM. So that's two good, two good wins. Two notable wins. Um, in other terms, Arkansas's defense might be one of the most wishy-washy, unpredictable uh 
units on college football. So Bo Nix versus that defense might be one of the most intriguing matchups to watch ever. So which Bo Nix are we going to get? The one that sucks or the one that doesn't suck so much? That's going to be a fun matchup to watch, though. So I'm interested to watch that one. We just can't get away from Arkansas. Woo pig. Love y'all. Um, anyways, moving on. Who do we say was next? Let's go Baylor and um, gosh, Baylor and Baylor and BYU. BYU, thank you. Goodness gracious. Oh, man, you're the mediator here. I know, sorry. <laughs> Baylor and BYU, I couldn't get it out. All right. Anyways, well, Jack, after Clark's brain aneurysm, I'll, I'll take us away. Uh, Baylor is at home, I believe. Yes, sorry, six, six point home, home. I'm losing myself right now. Baylor, he really is. At home. Uh, BYU coming off a tough loss that really kind of destroys their season for, in, the, in the big picture for the college football playoff. That might not have been, you know, their goals from day one. But uh, Baylor's, Baylor's a sneaky team. They, they had a battle against uh, Oklahoma State, um, who is currently undefeated. But um, I, I think they're, Baylor's better than people think. And I don't think BYU is very good. So I'm going to go Baylor. Yeah, I like that pick. Um, I think I think Baylor is a very solid team. They're very sound. Um, and they just kind of take care of business as best they can. Uh, not anything too flashy. Um, and and I agree with your sentiment on BYU. I'm really not not a fan. Um, I really haven't been a fan of BYU uh, even last year. Uh, so I'm gonna go with Baylor. Um, I chose BYU in two pickums today. I don't really know why. Make it three. Uh, I'll just make it three. Let's go BYU. They're not going to win this game. But I'm taking them just for the sake of the pick them and the sake of me not wanting to contradict my picks. So, you know, I mean, can you re- can I really do that? Is that, like, wrong to switch up in my pick ems? I feel like that's making, like, three brackets and just choosing a bunch of different winners. And Mark, Mark Mark's back. fading us. I am fading It's, it's bad juju, man. Pick one side. Ride with it. All right, um, let's go. Here we go. Ole Miss, Tennessee. Um, wait, before we get into this game, I want to talk about Tennessee because this is a team that has just dismantled two SEC teams. Uh, I don't know if you can count as SEC teams, Missouri and South Carolina. But Tennessee has looked good, fellas, like very good. Um, Look, so let me tell like, you this fun fact I heard. I heard. It's not a light oh. game. On my, on my drive down on Saturday, I, I didn't get quite get in. Uh, I got I got in at like twelve thirty, so I was listening to the radio, and I was listening to the Carolina talk, pre, pregame show in the start of the game because Clemson obviously wasn't playing. Tennessee before last week, I'm assuming they kept it the same. It's averaging three plays a minute. Really, Josh Heupel's offense is averaging three plays a minute. The over under in this game is eighty. Just so we know. So that's hey, why. Oh, my God. But, hey, I always say you break out a new uniform, you're going to win the game. Those black uniforms of Tennessee, a kiss, beautiful. But uh, shout out to Hendon Hooker, too, uh, that Virginia Tech quarterback that had, like, convulsions against us last year, transferred to Tennessee, became a whole new man. So shout out. Switched <laughs> in his brain during those convulsions. So did you, just, <laughs> did you just pick Tennessee, Jack? No, I'm going Ole Miss, but just oh, a okay. shot. Give them a little respect. <laughs> but, I mean, Ole Miss is going to dismantle them. They beat South Carolina. I mean, anybody can put up, what, 45 on South Carolina. So, I'm, I'm still going Ole Miss. 62 on Missouri. 
on the road as well. I'm still going on this. Lane Kiffin, Matt Corral, good combo. Okay, anyways. All right. Gotcha. Oh, this is a, this could be a sneaky game. Um, you know, I, I kind of kept it kept it close with Jack this week. Uh, Tennessee's good. I mean, it's probably the best Tennessee team we've seen in a while. Uh, in in a sense, um, only two and a half point dogs, Colin. Only two and a half point dogs at home in Neyland, the checkered. But Ole Miss looks so good, and, and Matt Corral is just an absolute dog. And ten, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Tennessee's no Arkansas. I'm gonna go with Ole Miss. We're gonna go with the Land Sharks. Um, before I give my pick, I want to run through the next four games Tennessee has to play including this one. So they go – they have Ole Miss at home. They go to Bama, to Kentucky, and then come back home and play Georgia. Can we all Georgia just say – And Tennessee fans about to get a whole lot worse. Um, to be fair, there is a bye week in between Bama and Kentucky. I don't know if that really makes it better, but at least they have a bye week in there. Um, I do want to say a quick prayer for, uh, for Tennessee fans, though, because that is a rough four-game stretch. With that being said, their 0 for 4 streak is going to start right here. Ole Miss, Matt Corral, the Heisman favorite currently. Uh, Tennessee is going to go down. I think they're getting a little too much hype. They haven't beaten a real team yet. And when they have played real teams, they've looked like crap. So we're going Ole Miss. Get a little hottie toddy action in this mode. Yeah. No, no Ole Miss rocking. blue uniforms. Those are also chef kiss, chef's kiss. Goodness. Uh, All those yeah. powder blues. No, part of Tennessee is black, Jack, so I completely disagree with you. The black uniforms don't look good. Um, they're going what? to they're going to get crapped on. They might lose by 30, actually. Oh, man. Tennessee oh, probably is not going to wear the blacks, are they? No, I, I don't think they're going blacks for this game. But Oh, they aren't? Well, maybe they have more of a chance. They're still going to lose, though. All right, last but not least, um, I guess you can call it the best game of the weekend. It's the one that has probably the most playoff implications. We have Georgia. All, uh, excuse me, not on the road, at home with a visiting Kentucky team. Um, two great defenses. Uh, Georgia probably the probably the advantage in the offense. Not probably. They do have the advantage in the offense. Uh, can Kentucky keep it close as 22-and-a-half-point dogs? I mean, they had a great week last week against uh, LSU. Really looked uh, dominant. It kind of surprised everybody. That quarterback, Will Levis, transferred out of Penn State. Yep. The dog. I mean, that guy can – like really good, really good run the ball, really good throwing the ball too. But uh, this is a big test for them. They've already they've already taken down. I mean LSU and Florida. That's it's no. I mean that's no easy task. Um, I think this game's gonna be closer than a lot of people think. It's gonna be I think it's gonna be low scoring, defensive battle. Uh, who wins the trenches is gonna tell who wins this game. Uh, I say Kentucky covers, but Georgia's gonna win the game. I don't see Georgia losing. Yeah, I'm gonna spare you guys some meaningless. Dialogue here. Georgia's going to win. Plain and simple. I just don't think Kentucky can score enough. I mean, they looked good last week against LSU, but this Georgia defense is so much better than everybody knows. I mean, that they're just, yeah, Kentucky can't score enough. I don't think Georgia will score enough to cover, to be honest with you. I think they'll probably win like 21 10 or 21 7 or something like that. I don't know. Like, I just don't think Kentucky can score enough. When that offense gets like stagnant, especially against that Georgia defense. I don't think they can win the game, so we're going to go with Georgia. Um, but there you have it. Pick them. Jack, how many different picks do I have from you? 
think we all once again have one pick different from each other. Oh, so I could only gain one game on you realistically here? Realistically. Okay. Well, that's fine. You know, but like, it could also just be a wash again, but hey, we'll see. Yeah, you never know. All right, gotta ride, gotta ride with BYU. That's what I'm going with this week. Uh let's go. What are, what are they? The I know that the Storm and Mormons. Okay, I got that. But what the Cougars? On the BYU Cougars? Yes. Honestly, it took me a while to think of that one. BYU Cougars going to get a dub. Um, before we wrap up here, I do want to mention the NHL has started back. Um, so congratulations, Colin. You get to watch the Canadians now. Uh, the Kraken played the Knights. The other the night. Kraken. So. The Kraken. Are you pumped up for this? Y'all, did y'all see any of the uh, Charles Barkley, Wayne Gretzky commentary? I saw some Wayne Gretzky stuff. I didn't know if Chuck was on there. Was he really? They had Chuck on the pregame. It was hilarious. They put Chuck in, in the net and gave him the gloves, and they tried to get him in the in the leg pads too. But uh, Wayne Wayne was like, no, nah, that's going to take too long. And then they, then they had Wayne Gretzky like shooting on the net, and Chuck was – they had him trying to block the shots. It was pretty funny. That's funny. That's just quality TV content right there. But uh, yeah, NHL's back. Always love us some uh, skating on skating on ice with some hard hits. So looking forward to that. Um, I want to give a shout out to J.R. Smith, who played his first collegiate golf tournament and shot 19 over. Um, I Got attacked by some Hornets. Yes. I don't know if there was a cut, but if there was a cut, he missed it. So, unfortunately, also got a B on his first exam. I'd say that's what I have Good written. Good job, down. JR. 85 on his first midterm. So, how about JR Smith showing out in the books? Good for him. Um, and then, does anybody have anything else they want to wrap up with? NBA, we're getting close. No one cares. Oh, no, please, no. Okay, no one cares. Next um, over. Kyrie, that's a whole box of worms. Don't know if you want to go. Kyle, there. I'm pretending you did not just say that because it didn't come through very well. So we're gonna, I might, I might even just like muffle that sound even more. Yeah. You know what this episode is going to be opening with? The, the listeners have already heard what this episode opens with. How uh, how do you feel about the uh, how do you feel about uh, the the Astros making it again? I mean, they're a good team, and the White Sox are not. So, yeah, my uh, my World Series winner went down pretty pretty early. <laughs> yeah, we know. I, t- I tried to tell you that, Jack. That's just my pathetic. hatred. My hatred of the Astros just clouded my judgment entirely. So, who did Colin pick for the winner of the World Series? I don't know. Picked anybody? Well, oh, so, so oh, maybe that was when you just weren't talking, and Jack picked the White Sox, and I said I chose the Dodgers. But yeah, probably. Just gonna root for whoever. Uh, whoever even if I did, even if I had picked someone, it would have been like me just throwing like blindfolded, spun around three times and threw a dart at a dartboard. That's true. Well, uh, so you 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 already were cheering for the Brewers, but now that they've lost to the Braves and the Braves have advanced to the NLCS, let's make a round of applause for that one. Um, anyways, here here. Uh, they will be facing the Giants or Dodgers. Pivotal game five tomorrow. So you cheering for the Giants or Dodgers? Clark, for your sake, I will cheer for the Giants. Or, or I'll, I'll cheer for – oh, wait, wait, excuse me. Whoever the Braves are playing against, I'll cheer for them. Okay, thanks. I appreciate that's that. Yeah, I'm not going to root for the Braves. Could care less. As long as it's not the Braves or the Astros. Look, look, there's this, there's this little curse I have on me about watching the Braves game. So, you know, we don't know if it's true or not, but allegedly. 
I don't know, we're like over five. So I think it's pretty true. The only time I'll root for the Braves is if you play the Astros, which I just that'd be the worst outcome possible. But uh, former I, former guest Astros. on the show, Jacob Van Brunt, has been informed by me that if we play the Astros, he's a big Astros fan. If we play the Astros in the World Series, I will not talk to him the entire time we are playing them. So, uh, so will I have your support in that situation, Jack? Oh no, we made it so close to the end. Oh, we're back. We made it Hello, so close. Back. We made it so close. Do I have your you support? You mentioned Van Brunt's name, and it just the whole system crashed. Just, <laughs> like, Ooh, that guy. Anyways, uh, I heard what you're saying. Yes, you have my support. So I have your support if the Braves play the Astros in the World Series. I will also not talk yeah. about it just because I don't like them. <laughs> well, that's another reason, too. <laughs> All right. Anyways, uh, yeah, I'm shaking in my boots. Can't get enough of playoff baseball. Really, really would like to go to the World Series this year, but y'all heard enough of that talk. Um, anyways, let's get some last words. In. Say that again. Man, I feel bad. Just let me have my moment, okay? <laughs> last word. Somebody talk. All right, boys. Friday night, Friday night lights. I mean, it won't really be Friday night lights because it's a dome, but still, I'm pumped. I'm ready to go. Can't wait to be in Triple T's beer in my hand. Seven o'clock kickoff. Ooh, can't wait. Oh, wait, Jack. Before you, I mean, you're pretty much done with your last words now, but I'm going to talk to you about this. Ted Lasso might be the greatest show ever invented. Greatest show ever. Wait, hey, don't spoil it, but I haven't. I haven't. No spoilers. Colin, you Great have to season watch two finale. Colin, you would finish this show in a day. I kid you, you not. Would. It's like the you greatest would. show. Great it's season so funny. finale. Can't wait. Already announced season three is coming. If you haven't watched it, watch it. Apple TV. Wait. Great. Jack, what's his name? Kevin Sudeikis or Casey Sudeikis? Jason Sudeikis. Jason Great. Sudeikis. Close One of the greatest team. actors of our he generation. He might be the greatest actor. And the assistant coach, Um, don't know his acting or his actual name. You're also fantastic. Love him. So great episode. Great show. Great show. Must watch. Colin, get on that so we can have a full-fledged Ted Lasso talk. Ted Lasso breakdown. I'll, I'll get to it. Uh, you know, with this, I'll say my final words uh, and bid you all adieu. Uh, as always, thank you guys for listening. Uh, it, it has been a true, true honor and a pleasure recording with you gentlemen today. Um, you know, the Tigers have a fun one coming up tomorrow. It's going to be intense. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie and tell you I'm not nervous because I am. But, you know, we'll see what happens. I, I have a complete confidence that they'll go up there and take care of business and win by 21, like I said. Um, but, you know, thanks again for listening. As always, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your loved ones, tell the strangers, tell your neighbors, tell the homeless guy down the street, tell the gas station attendant if you, if you feel so inclined. Tell your pastor, Shout out to tell your Mark. rabbi, tell your, I don't know if you're, if you're non-religious, tell whoever your non-religious leader is, you know, tell the president, email your mayor, you know, put flyers all over town, spread the word, follow us on Instagram as always. Thanks again, guys, for listening. We appreciate it. It's so hard to follow him and wrap up this show. Um, Golden. We didn't even talk about it in the NFL, basically because nothing interesting happened. The Lions found a new way to lose. The Cardinals stayed undefeated. Actually, the same way to lose. It was the same as the Ravens scored. So, something slightly so interesting happened. Y'all scored even later. Y'all scored 37 seconds left, man, and still lost. All right. Two <laughs> got it to take the lead and still lost. We almost got through the whole show without me having to gouge my eyes out again. 
The Packers played an instant classic against the Lions and where both kickers could not hit a field goal. The Bengals, the Bengals. That was a fantastic game. Excuse me, whatever. That was a fantastic game. (laughs) Mason Crosby and McPherson were standing on the field, shaking hands, basically trying to, like, make sure everybody was okay or make sure that the other one wasn't down in the dumps too bad. But uh, great games there. Um, sorry, Jack. Congratulations, Colin. I, I almost got through the whole show. I was, I was so. I, I couldn't. I couldn't leave it without. But anyways, enjoy the game tomorrow. Cheer on the Tigers for a win. We need it coming off this bye week. Time to get going again. Got a little tough stretch games coming up, but it's time to get going. Hopefully, we can make a push. Get back into the top twenty-five. Get back into the top ten. Colin's saying horns down. I'm saying chop on battle ATL. We got the we got the NLCS starting Saturday. So, I mean, when you're not watching these great games on Saturday, you watch the baseball playoffs. But anyways, enough of that. I will see you all later. Thank you for listening. Thank you for calling, for joining us all the way from uh, the coastline. And we will talk to you all later. Peace out. Love you guys. Love you guys.